Here in this lesson on uh, Achavas Israel, it's a pretty, they're all powerful and they're all very, very good. This one is one of my favorites and it's called I am Hashem, Ani Hashem. So let's get started, Bezat Hashem, with these amazing teachers and how I love our Klad Israel more than we thought that we could love them because we don't understand what it is to truly love our fellow Jews. We don't understand what that really, really means. It takes on different, different levels and it comes in different, different ways on how we have to show our love. And so let's continue here with I am Hashem Ani Hashem as brought down by the base Halevi. So in Havos the uh, Rabbi Nasan in chapter 12 it's found that Rabbi Shimon Belazar Elazar says with a major oath was this statement said in mentioned in Bayikra you shall love your fellow as yourself. I am Hashem who created him. If you love him, I can be trusted to give you a reward. And if you do not show him love, I am a judge to exact payment. Are we listening to this, guys? These two interpretations of the words, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem, following the Torah commandment to love a fellow Jew, are A, love him because I, Hashem, have created him. And B, love him, and don't think that your action will go unnoticed because I, Hashem, know your thoughts and intentions and I will reward or punish based on your thoughts and actions. Look how precious a Yid is to his creator. So the point is that since the essence of this mitzvah is dependent on the heart, which is something no person can discern, therefore the scripture states, I am Hashem who can be trusted to give reward to one who fulfills the mitzvah to love a fellow Jew and to punish one who violates it. So the verse here, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem, generally refers to Hashem's ability to reward and punish. The case of the mitzvah to love a fellow Jew, which involves one's inner feelings, only Hashem can know what is in a person's heart. So only he can reward or punish a person who loves or hates. So going back here, we see that in addition from these from these words of Rabbi Shimon and Lazar, it becomes evident to us that the reason for the severity of this prohibition for after Hashem may he be blessed, creates him and loves him and calls him my son, my firstborn. Then how can a person have the audacity to hate the children and beloved ones of the omnipresent? Blessed be he of Kadosh Baruch Hu himself and one who hates his child and his beloved one. It is as if heaven forbid hates Hashem. This is like very, very, um, I don't know, it's an eye opener. Uh, for sure for me as the rabbis say anyone who slaps the cheek of his friend it's as if he slaps the cheek of the divine so if one slaps a Jew for example it's as if he's slapping Hashem himself the Beis HaLevi explains that since every Jew is Hashem's child 
for he created him therefore if one disgraces Hashem's child it's as if he is disgracing Hashem himself it is therefore follows that if the flip side is true as well if one loves his fellow it's as if he loves Hashem as well so in a deeper sense explains this miss this uh the Marsha explains that based on the Gemara in Masehebah um, Baba Basra, that Adam Arishon was created in the image of Hashem. So this applies to all Jews, for only a Jew is referred to as Adam, for the face of every Jew resembles the face of Adam Arishon. So therefore, if one slaps a Jew, it's as if he slapped Hashem himself. This explanation is apparent in the teaching of our sages, said Rav Tanhuma, if you do so know whom you are really embarrassing, like if we embarrass someone, for man was created in the image of Hashem. Do we get that? Another source for this concept is that which the Torah states in Devarim regarding a person who committed a sin that warrants the death penalty. After the court carries out the execution, the corpse is hanged. However, it's forbidden to leave the corpse hanging overnight. Rachi explains this with a parable, and it's mentioned also in the overview. When there were twin brothers, one was a king and the other one was a bandit. The bandit was apprehended and deserved to be hanged. But to hang him in public view would be a disgrace to his brother, the king. So too, since every person was created in Hashem's image, when a criminal is left hanging overnight, it's also a disgrace to Hashem. It's a very powerful concept, guys, regarding one's status, success, regardless of our status success or personality we are all children of hashem we're all created in his image so we must therefore treat our fellow jew accordingly so rabbi avigdor miller used to say that when you look at a jewish face you should think this person was created in the image of hashem amazing and so generally here you would see as well there's more insights to this to to this concept not a concept to this this mitzvah it's 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 uh, it's it's a torah commandment it's not even it's not even something that's nice for us to do it's something that we have to do so to love your fellow is to love hashem and just go back and just bring some insights here the base halavi explains that the word ani hashem in the pasuk and vayikra means i hashem created love and call this person my child therefore if hashem loves him we must love him too additionally if one loves hashem's creations it's as if he loves hashem himself shlomo amalek teaches in mishle do not forsake your friend and the friend of your father and rashi explains that your friend is referring to hashem and the friend of your father is referring to hashem's relationship with our forefathers the radvaz has a different interpretation your friend is referring to one's human friend and the friend of your father is referring to hashem so the verse is teaching us as follows don't forsake your friend for by doing so you will be forsaking hashem because if one loves his friend it's as if he loves hashem for man is created in the image of hashem so based on this the rod Bas adds a fascinating interpretation to the verse you shall love your fellow as yourself so simply speaking this means as yourself he explains that the word the word differently love your friend for he is just as yourself he's created in the image of hashem just as you are and therefore we are we all share one soul so the altar of kelm 
shares a similar understanding of this concept though he adds an entirely new dimension to it so in a letter to his son he writes imagine if someone would constantly praise your father in a very glowing terms undoubtedly you would love this person immensely the entire world is testifying to Hashem's greatness thus praising him at every moment even more so a human being is a constant living praise to Hashem during every minute his heart beats therefore one who truly loves Hashem must love every person as well so with this concept in mind we find that the mitzvah a loving a fellow Jew is not only a mitzvah between man and his friend it's even a mitzvah between man and Hashem for when one loves his friend it's as if he's loving Hashem himself and the love of Hashem causes one to love others as well so thus these two mitzvot reinforce one another in fact writes that we should love those who love him in order to draw close to him it would seem from these words that the entire purpose of the mitzvah of loving another is to become closer to hashem another insight here is the gemara also points out that sometimes the torah refers to the jewish people as children of hashem yet at other times we are referred to as servants of hashem ever hashem so the gemara explains that when we are doing the will of hashem we are called his children but when we are not doing his will we are called his servants and the torah and devarim states you are children to hashem your god you shall not cut yourselves so when a non-jew's close relative died it was common for his dear ones to cut and bruise themselves like as a sign of mourning but the torah prohibits these actions the torah states the reason for this prohibition because you are children of hashem rashi explains that since we are his children our appearance must befit our father so however the gemara in, in the second Yevamos derives from this verse an additional command the Gemara interprets this to mean don't separate the Jewish people into cliques and factions for example in one shul there should not be conflicting customs instead everyone should join as one and act the same according to this explanation of the verse the Pardes Yosef in Bereshit wonders why is the verse prefaced with the declaration that we are children of Hashem he explains beautifully this verse the verse is teaching us that in order for us to be considered children of Hashem we must be united as one in Agdud and not divided into different sects with conflicting opinions and practices so in our daily tefillot and especially on Rosh Hashanah when we dive in that Hashem should answer us because he's our loving father however we can be considered children of Hashem only when we get along with one another and treat each other with brotherly love we can't have it both ways guys if Hashem is my father then he is his father as well and that makes us brothers but if we aren't brothers then he can't be our fathers do you get that so another insight here as well as mentioned when the verse discusses you shall love your fellow as yourself it concludes with the words Ani Hashem. I am Hashem there are many explanations for why this is so the whole time explains the beginning of that verse in Shmira Salashon in Shahara Tetebuna at the beginning of the verse states you shall not take revenge and you shall not bear a grudge against the members of your people the verse then concludes that you shall love your fellow as yourself 
a person might wonder how he can possibly fulfill this command how can he not have a complaint against someone who wronged him so the answer is ani hashem what does that mean Hashem is saying, I am Hashem. I love the Jewish people. It's a Malachi, we see this also. So too, you should love your fellow man as I love him. So everyone is, spe- is special, guys. Everyone is special. I, we, the basically, he says that he once saw a poster that read, I know I'm somebody. Because God did not make no junk. Amazing, right? So it may sound humorous, but the lesson is timeless. If Hashem created someone, then that person obviously has a mission in this world. Therefore, fulfilling the will of Hashem. Even if someone doesn't look like you or seems to be on a lower level, he was created by Hashem and God don't make no junk. So there's a well-known incident related about the Hazonish where a man had to visit the Gaon, brought his child with special needs. So when they entered the room, the Hazonish rose to his feet. The people around him were astonished. Why was the Hazonish standing up for them? The Hazonish explained that he was standing up for a soul of a child. He told them about the power of the soul of a special child who came into this world just to fix a few things he said that this soul is without flaws and therefore it's a great honor to stand up for him if we would look at everyone as a special select a soul created by hashem we would love them and treat them accordingly do we see the power of having to love or having a desire to love a fellow jew it's it's not it's not even, it shouldn't even be a question. If Hashem loves his children and Hashem created his children and he loves them all dearly, how can someone think that they can't love what Hashem created? Hashem made everyone in his image. Baruch Hashem Shalom is amazing. So much love that Hashem has for all of his children. And now here we are. We're going to think that we have the ability and the insight and the Ruach HaKodesh to be able to know what's good and bad and start to judge one of Hashem's creation? Who are we? We can't think we can go there. On the contrary, if we're loving Hashem, if we're saying we are with our God, if we understand what it is to understand and know that I am Hashem, then we have to automatically know that everything that Hashem created has a purpose. And especially Klal Israel, every single Jew, every single Jew is created in the image of Hashem Yishbarak himself. Every single Jew Hashem loves. Even the ones I tell you, we're all one Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. It's sad. It's sad that that, that Hashem used the tool of such an Amalekim, Rashaim, Habas, to be able to bring us all into Abdut. We were, we were not so unified as we all know this. And we had to come to a point of unification through a tool that Hashem had to use to remind us who we are. 
We are all children of Hashem. We are all precious in the eyes of Kadosh Baruch Hu because he has a keeper and you don't. Or because his keeper is a keeper sugar and yours is another type of keeper or a keeper of a black velvet or if a person is Haredi or Dati or modern or Yeshivas or, 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 or a Hiloni. Tinok Mishba they are, I tell you. Who are we to judge? We have to love each and every one of us. Why? Because we're all created in the image of Kadosh Baruch Hu and Hashem created us all specifically unique so we all have a purpose in this world we don't know everyone's mission we don't know everyone's purpose we don't know we barely know our own roles in this world we can barely think and know that we know what we're supposed to do in this world let alone we're going to judge someone else our, this is not our way this is why we're learning here we have to love every Jew because if we don't do that if we're not in a dut then we're, we cannot love our God we cannot love our God it cannot be because it doesn't go together and Hashem knows what's in our hearts guys this is the scary part or a person can say yes I love you I love you Claudia Israel I love you but if in your heart there's a, a, a there's a dust of any type of hatred Hashem knows that so if we create a distance from our God we don't want to ever distance ourselves from we don't want to fall in the hands of din, we want to fall in the hands of of chesed this is where we want to be and so the more united we are, the more we love each other unconditionally, the more we look to each other and we favor each other and we give each other not to the goyim, not to you know, there, there were some farmers that were coming and, and I don't know, to help some whatever the goy coming from the United States and a lot of people what they saw they found out that these going in were coming from literally a messianic one of these missionary type of organizations and everyone's applauding the goyim and then you're trying to tell people these people are, are, are missionaries you know Rabbi Tobias Singer you know he made the phone call he found out these guys come from missionaries and so what happened you say that and everyone wanted to give them whatever cops hood no, I know our intention is good, but we don't give kashchut to the goyim. We have to give kashchut to the Yehudim. We give kashchut to Klad Israel. The kashchut that we have to give is only to Hashem's children. We are Hashem's children. Klal Israel is Hashem's, Hashem's firstborn. We're created in Hashem's image. We have the neshama to emulate the creator in this world. We, that's why we have the close to what? 613, 620 mitzvot. These both we have that we can do in this world. The other souls that were created don't have that many. They have seven. They only have seven they have to comply with. Their, nash- their neshamot were created differently. Ours is like the king. So therefore, all the kashchut that you want to give, all the judging everyone favorably, all the not saying any lashonara, all the things that you can say that are beautiful, that are good, that are like amazing, loving unconditionally, helping and sharing and caring, everything for the klal and being in unity and being in unison. That's just what we're saying. I love Hashem. That's when we're acknowledging, we're saying, Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem, because Hashem is saying, I am Hashem. And when we go into that flow and we become one with our brothers and sisters, then we, we, we become one with Hashem. Now we, we, we're dealing with Ani Hashem. We're under the protection of Kadosh Baruch Hu. We're in the reflection and the shadow of Hesed. So this is how important it is that we have to always, always, always be in unity, guys. Never judge anyone, especially now, now, for sure. 
sure we have to only be in Agdud. And we also always have to help and share and care and pray and do things for Klal Israel. Build up a lot of marriage for the Klal. Do it for yourself and do it for the cloud. And before you do a mitzvah and before you take something upon yourself more to do, say, I'm doing this for the zehut, to give zehut to cloud Israel. And Hashem is going to love you even more because there's nothing better than seeing someone loving his children. There's nothing better than a parent coming to see that someone is showing him love that he has for his child. There's a special, special warmth, a special love that's inspired in Shemaim when we love and care for each other guys so Bezrat Hashem will continue with these teachings Hazaku Baruch and to end this Shior I want to always give us something that we can do something that we can do talkless talkless think about a mitzvah think about something that you can do today or tomorrow today or tomorrow and you're going to say I'm going to do this mitzvah or I'm going to take upon myself to do XYZ or I'm going to do this one time this mitzvah for zechut, for the sake of the zechut of cloud Israel. And if you're having a problem opening your heart and feeling the real love that we need to have for Klal Israel, talk to Hashem and ask Hashem to please help you open your heart. Because when we pray, we can also pray to have Hashem help us. There's nothing better than praying to our God, our Father, and saying, Hashem, I want to love my brothers more. Can you help me? Because now you're coming to him and you're asking for help. It's very different than than having and being stuck with that and that 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 um that residue of not so good feelings in your heart for any Jew. If you have any type of residue of not so go, so good feelings for any Jew in your life, and it's hard for you to remove it, to take the schmutz out, and it's hard for you to recognize that Hashem is the one that runs the world, and whatever the person did or you thought that he did, it was only a tool because at the end of the day it was only Hashem. If you're having a problem understanding that, then I will take you down into Hashem and you ask Hashem to allow you to open your heart. And again, I have four shiurim going on right now, guys. One of them is bitahon. And when a person lives in bitahon, you don't have hatred for Klal Israel. You only love Klal Israel because you know everything is from Hashem and Hashem is everything. So Bezat Hashem will continue with these lessons. Do the little talkless situation that you can do today, tonight, tomorrow. But just get that one thing done. Take a mitzvah and say, I'm doing a tzachut for Klal Israel, which is going to make your father in heaven so happy and bring a lot of simcha in Shemaim, which means that you're also going to be bringing a lot of simcha back into this world. Hazaku Baruch, we're going to continue with these amazing lessons. Bezrat Hashem tomorrow.